Hello and welcome to It's Your Voice. I'm your host, Anita De Francesco, and this is a hybrid of topics under the subjects of mindfulness, sexuality, and relationships. And this is episode number 10, and our topic this week is the idea of intimacy. But first, let me tell you where It's Your Voice was born out of, the DonnaGentileStory.com, a true crime book that I wrote, which is available on Amazon. It's about a woman who was silenced back in 1985, and I'm keeping her voice alive by titling this podcast, It's Your Voice, which is dedicated to all the voiceless women of the world. May your voice be heard. Getting back to our topic now, um, episode number 10, the idea of intimacy. Well, let's begin with intimacy is everywhere. Intimacy can be developed through connection to the universe, through sports, through pets, through massage, through um, spa services, getting your nails done. You can become intimate with just going out shopping for clothing and having your nails done or a facial. The most common form of intimacy that people seem to tend to lean toward are the sexual sensual. And yes, a lot of time people have challenges with the sexual sensual intimacy because they haven't really developed the self-love. And so what it is, it takes this village and the family unit to sort of come back come, before you get to the 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 one and you know the one and only great relationship in your life that you so long to have you must have all of these other things in place you know you have to do the work and part of that is um, opening up to your emotions allowing your vulnerable side to be there so closeness between people and it begins there you know your mother she the first form of intimacy that you may be exposed to is at the moment of birth when the mother holds you and looks into your eyes and that is that connection right there but then again your role models over the years and whatever it is that you're exposed to in your experiences kind of shape the way the intimate you will become intimacy increases only when you're opening to the vulnerability and again opening that side of of yourself showing your soul showing people who you are getting out of your own way as we do in acting school in order to become the other the character of the other person other than ourselves we have to kind of get into the vulnerableness but you have to harness your power and you have to hold on to that sacred temple and realize that you are not alone it is you and the relationship to yourself that help you tread through and move in the world to have intimate experiences with people in conversation in work in whatever situations you may be in and and, and, and you don't want to deny yourself of this because it is a right. But if we're dismissed or if we're have a, holding on to resistance or we have a lot of um, unsolved trauma in the body, then resistance can, and, and um, intimacy can, can take a back seat and you can sort of not feel your aliveness. And after a while, you may start to become a loner or feel lonely. And you may say things like, I'm lonely and you're afraid to... Uh, uh, confront people and have conversation and opening up to the uh, the new mind or opening up to newness and having an open mind because of your trauma that's keeping you behind. So the work has to be done, okay? And what helps you move toward intimacy? Intimacy goes beyond the sexual and the sensual. Now, most would agree that sexual sensual contact enhances intimacy. Of course it can. Uh, but it could be with anyone, say you're having sex with someone and it would enhance, it would exercise that. 
it would bring that about. But if the emotions aren't met in that moment and the emotions are stuck in or there's there's distrust or hurt or dishonesty and that kind of stuff, then that intimacy part, that intimate part of you can close down. And it can close down in life. And that's where you build the resistance. You start to build walls toward people from one experience. Now, most would admit that sex without intimacy is common, which it is, because the sexual revolution came around and Dr. Willem Wright was the uh, man, the doctor who turned, who coined that term. And uh, it was okay to have sex when I was growing up, you know, in the, what, the 70s, with, without having um, marriage or without being involved with anyone. So people were running around like chickens without a head, having sex with everyone. And this is when STDs and everything else and, AIDS got announced and all this other stuff. But what it did do was block and confuse the emotions. Because, see, love, love is sex. Some people's sex is love. So people got confused thinking sex was love, where they tried to think it is. Or, but then sex is a sport. So the uh, love is sex, is the way we, the way I know it to be. That you have love and then you have make love you have love for someone and then you make love you have sex but um, sex is a false sense of intimacy so in the world where the sexual revolution was was uh, climbing the walls climbing the, the world here and people were were just taking advantage of it because we didn't know and we became confused and so here we are now, the idea of intimacy. How do we sustain intimacy? How do we hold on to this? How do we get there? Connecting to the universe. You know, it is, it is said that, you know, connecting to the, um, to the universe and connecting to all beings, beings of, um, you know, people out there connecting to the relationship with the being, all thought and all the different universes. This takes work though, and it takes focus. It takes dedication. <clears throat> sex intimacy, sex and intimacy are not necessarily synonymous. In doing so, the possibility of understanding and experiencing profound variations and levels of intimacy beyond sex now, one way to exercise your intimacy would be to have a pet or, like I said, get spa services and things of that nature. I was on a swim team for many years, swimming laps 50 lengths a week, 50 lengths three times a week. And I became so intimate with the sport itself, swimming and, and the silence of being underwater, that that dissolved my ego, the sport of swimming. And of course, I brought it I brought that intimacy into the into the consciousness when I connected with the teammates. So it was it worked. It was a win-win situation all around. And like basketball players and football players, they have a lot more physical intimacy when they uh, look at the golf player. He's intimate himself with the golf sport, the ball. That takes a lot of courage and a lot of independence to be able to intimate in such a way, especially when you have such a big audience. But on some level, he's the uh, golf golf player is intimating with the audience, but their true intimacy is with the solo sport. And such as bowling is the same, kind of the same thing. It's a solo. Being fully present with the self and another in two. Experiencing the connection is a way of being able to 
see light more fully. So two people, one is, doesn't matter, you know, two friends, one's on the texting while one's talking. So you're not being fully present. To be in the experience of intimacy, the presence must exist. The responses must come back because we need to open up the emotion to respond back. That's intimacy. He's exercising the emotions. And that helps you to see life more fully. And now when we get into talking about the sparks of divine oneness, this is about the whole life about how the intimacy begins um, with connecting to the, um, the presence, letting go, having a greater connection beyond the self. The recognition of self, seeing yourself in the connection with another is an essential aspect. So if you see a connection to another and to the greater self, this is a recognition of yourself via by seeing into the connection with another. So it's intuition, it's perception, it's visualization, it's conceptualization. It's um, the mutual recognition of the presence, but it's spiritual. So it's, again, getting out of the head noise, getting out of the, the ego, dissolving, moving beyond the cognition so that you recognize the, the divine presence. And in order to receive this in order to receive the divine presence, you have to come, it has to come from an altered, non-ordinary state of consciousness that only divinity can be received. So getting out of your own way, and this is how you would raise your vibration and your consciousness, your conscious vibration. Um, and again, the mutual recognition of the presence of the divine essence and goodness in the self and in another constitutes what we call spiritual intimacy. I love spiritual intimacy. It was so easy for me because um, just like ego intimacy or conscious intimacy or those, that kind of intimacy is not, it, it's actually um, kind of um, aggressive in a sense for someone like me as spiritual as I am. Um, so once you tap into that spiritual side, you start to continue to refine that you see that your life becomes lighter and you work you don't work as hard you have less resistance quieting the mind and breathing are ways into oneness in life in general and when we practice deep intimate connections with another like meditative or anything uh, we awaken our soul our third eye which is the chakra the top of the forehead third eye and you eventually go into this this is how you reach your higher power. You transcend, you transform, and you live in that divine, clear sacredness where nothing really matters except love. Now, I teach people through Tantra Wisdom, my work, how to eye gaze. So what I want you to do this week is make it a point to look into someone's eyes when you're encountering someone, say, at the bank or at the grocery store. And just make it a point to look in the eyes because the armor lives in the eyes and we have to keep on doing this, this uh, shield, this undoing the layers. And once the oneness, divinity, and presence, that's what you're practicing, regular practice, oneness, divinity, and presence. We can tap into what we call unlimited energy. And this unlimited energy, by that point, you know, you no longer need regular energy. Like, because your energy is so unlimited, you're not going to be tired. You won't need attention and approval and the control that you, so so much exercise on people instead we begin to be fed by what we call the intimate love so intimate love is, is 
Now, one, it has been said that all fear arises from a sense of separation. All fear arises from a sense of separation. So, if you ever feel like you're lonely or alone or your friends are going away and you're feeling abandoned, and all of a sudden, you're in fear because you're, you're alone or you're separated from people or anything or a situation. And that's intimacy. So that's why you got to come back to the self and start connecting to your higher power inside what we just talked about. Um, intimacy is, of course, it, it can be closeness with people, but trust, isolation, and revealing the self are key here. Now, in there's many levels of intimacy, but communication, having that vulnerable, deep, emotional conversation with someone is a start. So maybe this week you get into a deep, vulnerable conversation with someone, and I don't mean a therapist or a coach. Um, because they can't respond back, they have to sort of listen. Now, personal opinions and beliefs. So when you are in a conversation with someone, the personal opinions and beliefs and the <clears throat> other's opinions and beliefs, all of these come together, they loop together, and this creates an intimate sense, a sense of intimate in the universe, connecting life. Okay, so... Intimacy is everywhere, folks. It is everywhere. Meeting new people, communicating with anyone, striking up that conversation instead of being lonely or feeling lonely or even saying that you're lonely. It is your right to be intimate with someone. Restoring those connections to the estranged people in your life, the enemies, surrendering. Restoring those connections, letting go of grudges. This can open you up to a newness of intimacy and open up your intimacy and expand your intimacy levels to a greater, a greater, greater level. So you can have more great intimacy in your life. But again, expanding the intimacy takes work. So you can start a little at a time from some of the things I'm talking about here. Cultivating the relationship to your feelings is number one. And teamwork, finding a team when you're in a group. Don't be left out, join the group, be in the group. If you feel that you're going to be attacked or rejected, so you need to work on yourself, your self-love more, so that you can, once you have this self-love and this connection, intimate connection with yourself, you're independent, you don't really need anyone. So what I wanna do is leave you on this saying, there's nothing more intimate in life than simply being understood and understanding someone else. Thank you for tuning in to It's Your Voice. I've been your host, Anita Day Francesco, episode 10, The Idea of Intimacy.